All right. So before we dive into my take, I just wanted to let you guys know about a special sale that we're running in the merchandise store right now. Uh, We still actually do have a holiday discount that's going on in the store. Go to macrosinc.net slash shop and use the code WINTER2020. That's all caps. So tap that caps lock key and then type in WINTER2020 for 10% off your order. Uh, Also, if you order one of the grit shirts or the grit mugs, uh, you get extra special kudos. And if you post it in our Facebook group, uh, we're all rocking the grit shirts. That's kind of one of our themes for the year. So go to macrosinc.net slash shop. Use the code winter2020 at checkout. If we can get 1,000 orders in 24 hours, I'll go crazy. We'll see you guys on the other side of this advertorial in the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is my take. I'm Brad. This is a podcast that discusses current events in nutrition, the business side of the health and fitness industry, and a little bit of everything in between. Let's dive into it. Uh, Let's kick it off with uh, some nutrition insights. We are continuing on with our uh, supplement series. That's kind of what we're focusing on right now. Um, So today we're going to talk a little bit about caffeine. What is it? How does it work? And how much you should take. So I actually gave a full lecture on this to kind of our, our gym partners at Macros Inc. that all make the lecture slides available. Um, but I want to talk about caffeine on the show here real quick. So uh, caffeine is a small molecule compound. Uh, it primarily works in the central nervous system, which is really the brain. Um, that's its primary effect. It has some peripheral effects, but it primarily works in the central nervous system. It works by preventing adenosine, which is a molecule, uh, from binding adenosine receptors in the brain. So adenosine is one of the molecules that kind of makes us feel drowsy. And so when you take caffeine, it blocks that and prevents the drowsiness effect of adenosine in your brain. Uh, caffeine's found in natural and synthetic food products um, and also in pill form, powder form, liquid form, supplement form, anything, you name it. So does it work? So caffeine has definitely been shown to reduce fatigue. Um, It's been shown to increase strength very slightly. So very small effects on like one rep max strength, three rep max strength, et cetera. And very small increases in fat oxidation things. One is it it mobilizes uh, fatty acids, which means it will cause your body to kind of dump fatty acids from your fat tissue into your, your circulation. Now that's great. But what happens is the caffeine itself doesn't cause you to oxidize all that fat that gets dumped into your bloodstream, right? It's maybe about 25% of the mobilized fat that actually gets uh, oxidized. So the other 75% just gets recycled. And that fat loss effect is pretty minimal, right? I think over the course of a year, it's probably less than maybe it's around a pound, two pounds over the course of a year. It's really not that much, right? It's pretty similar to things like conjugated linoleic acid, which maybe have a very slight fat burning effect, but over the course of a year, it's maybe a pound, um, right? Which is like, what, less than a tenth of a pound a month. Uh, It's been shown to potentially improve body composition, although that effect is very minimal. And we think most of it is due to you know, a very slight effect on like fat oxidation, 
but more so the effect is most likely that it allows you to train a little bit harder, a little bit longer, and kind of prevent fatigue. Um, so you you know you do more work and you actually burn more calories. That's generally how we think it works. Uh, so how do I take it? So caffeine can generally work in doses at 200 to 500 milligrams, right? And that's about a cup and a half of coffee or like a really strong cup of Starbucks coffee or supplemental levels of caffeine. Uh, the side effects are minimal, but doses should be slowly titrated up. So don't go from like zero to 300. I would maybe start at, you know, 50, 100, 150, 200, 300. Um, but if you are pregnant, you should consult with a doctor on safe doses before you consume any caffeine. So that's kind of the lowdown on caffeine. Really quick hitter, and that's it. Business insights. So let's switch gears. Time to go to business insights. You know, when you're running a business, you know, whether you're a sole founder or you own it with a couple people or you're the CEO or you're one of the executives, is there's a lot of stuff to do, right? Like, There's never a day in your business where there isn't just stuff that you have to get done, like a new project you have to take on, an old problem you have to solve, uh, an employee issue you have to deal with, a sales issue you have to deal with, uh, an email issue you have to deal with or something, right? There's just always stuff that needs to be done. You have to pick up the phone and cold call people. You have meetings. You have all sorts of stuff. But what's really interesting is if you look at the day-to-day work that you do, not a lot of it really moves the needle, right? This is kind of the working in the business versus working on the business idea. And there's kind of this idea that, like, hey, you should, as an owner, you should spend all your time working on the business, which I think is great in theory, but you have to spend a lot of time working in the business because you, you have to solve problems pretty quickly that you maybe only know the answers to. Um, you know, to really figure out how to work on the business, you have to know about working in the business to solve those problems. But what's really hard is how do you know what is going to move the needle and how do you find what those things are and then how do you leverage your time to do that, right? You're always going to have things to do that don't really move the needle, but they need to be done because they keep the needle where they are. Uh, But how do you find the time and how do you identify those things and prioritize that in your day, right? How can you make sure those things get done every day to move you forward? And that's hard, right? I think it it takes experience. Um, I think it takes a lot of reflection. I think it does take, you know, taking some time to like step out of the day-to-day fray, like getting a weekend away, um, clearing time in your calendar to think about stuff, asking questions, auditing the business, looking at data, uh, those those types of things, Um, asking opinions of clients, of uh, employees, of all those things. Uh, so that's kind of a business insight is, you know, how do you find what moves the needle and how do you work on that needle? That's one of the biggest questions that I generally try to ask. Um, and I don't always succeed, right? Sometimes I spin my wheels on stuff that really just doesn't matter. Uh, okay. So what am I learning today? Uh, this is an interesting one and it's, it's more like how to stop and take a breath. Um, if I kind of catalog like the last 12 years of my life, I would say it was full steam and it was always on the go. Um, like, you know, if I go back to, you know, let's say 10, 12 years ago, um, you know, starting graduate school, I think I took 12 to 15 graduate credits a semester plus a full-time 
like student internship. Plus, I picked up some extra research on the side. Then I graduated. I did a fellowship. I started a couple companies. I did a bunch of consulting work. I was coaching people. I was, you know, trying to start a science career. Um, you know, have worked two, three, four jobs for ten years, um, and it was always like just like. A, I felt like I needed to fill some time. Um, like, I just didn't want downtime. I think, you know, there's a lot of, like, insecurities from being young and in your 20s and and not wanting to kind of sit and wallow in those securities, and you can kind of deal with it by just being busy. Um, you know, the other things is, like, y- you only have your, your young period of your life where you have a ton of energy and you can kind of beat yourself up a little bit once, and, and I wanted to make sure I kind of you know, left everything I had on, on the floor, so to speak. Um, and I'm starting to get to the point in my life where I realized like, Hey, I can probably still operate at that capacity, but do I really need to? Um, and can I stop and take a breath? Can I find time to sit and relax? Uh, and that's been a bigger focus of mine over the last probably three to four months. Um, you know, we, we kind of got through the craziness of, you know, the start of the COVID pandemic. Obviously, March, April, May, June, July were just crazy because we had no idea what was going on. We couldn't really predict the future. Uh, we still can't really, but we have a better idea of, like, what the world's going to look like now. Um, and it's not so much fight or flight every day, but, you know, I've been able to to take more time to, like, sit and relax. I think over the last probably three months, just learning, like, Hey, you can take a Sunday and like, it's a Sunday, right? You can sleep in a little bit and you can make coffee and you can sit on the couch with the dogs and you can watch a movie and, and you can do those things. Um, and for me, like that's been actually a big challenge is how can I like press the stop button and be okay? Um, and and that's something that, you know, is going to take some work, is going to take some time. And that's kind of what I'm learning is just like, how to sit and relax and be still. And it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out over the next year or two. Uh, Kind of dovetailing on that, the daily win. Uh, I finally cracked open a book for the first time in about six months today. So this afternoon I had about a half hour. My wife was sleeping because she was going to work. Um, I'd gotten some work done. I just got back from the gym and cracked open a book um, and and read about 30 pages or so. And um, it was just... It was really interesting. I used to read probably a couple hundred pages a day. Um, as a kid, I would read like a book in a day just because I was a bookworm. In graduate school, I would read a ton. Um, but it was really difficult for me to like sit and focus and like after two pages, not like want to check my email or grab my phone or you know do any of those things. And so it'll be, it will be a challenge, and it will be interesting to see if I can like retrain my attention span. Um, you know, over the next couple of weeks and months as I start to read more. I can still sit down and like crank out a a book chapter or an article or a work product or something like that. And I can sit for eight, 10, 12 hours and work on something, but like passively reading and like consuming content for hours at a time. Um, it is, my brain's been so trained the opposite over the last couple of years. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, daily learning lesson. So I'm a huge basketball fan. Uh, grew up playing. Um, I was moderately good for a six foot, uh, Caucasian kid with 
average athleticism. Um, obviously didn't play professional or anything like that, but st- it's still like my, my first love. Um, and so I was watching a, a Kobe Bryant documentary, RIP Kobe. And I was listening to a story. It was the documentary. They were talking about all that stuff and they were interviewing players about their, like their best Kobe stories. And one of the ones was pretty interesting. It was, the story was from Dwayne Wade and he, uh, this was, they were all on Team USA, and they had flown in somewhere around the world, and they got, you know, into Europe late or whatever, and they all, like, landed, they all went to the gym, they all put in, like, a couple-hour workout, which, if you've ever gotten off a plane and then tried to work out at all, it's, like, it's, A, terrible, and B, a huge recipe for, like, pulling your back or something. Um, so they all did, like, a couple-hour workout, and it was probably, like, you know, 2, 2.30 in the morning when they finished, and they all went to bed and they're like, hey, let's all get up at like six and go grab breakfast so we can like get a workout in and get ready for the day. So they all go to bed and they get up and, you know, they get about three hours of sleep or so and they're all going downstairs to get, to get breakfast. And Dwayne Wade's like, he just sees Kobe sitting there with ice on his knees. And he's like, Kobe, what, what are you doing, man? He's like, oh, I just, uh, just got another couple hour workout done and ice in my knees. I'm going to go back for another one. And he's like, yeah, but then we have a workout after that. He's like, yeah, I know. They're like, did you sleep? He's like, nah, just kept going. Um, and it's one of those stories where it's like, you can be one of the best in the world and know that there's always, there's always another level of better, another level of commitment, another level of effort that you can give. Um, now, obviously, nobody needs to be that, that level of crazy all the time. But it is just a great story of like, you always have another gear. Um, you always have a little bit left in the tank. It's very much like the, the David Goggins book where he just kind of talks about like, hey, when you think you're done, you're maybe, maybe 40% of the way done, right? Is you have so much more that you can find. You have so much more that you can do and you can always do a little bit better. So that's my take. I will see you guys tomorrow 